All right. Welcome, everybody. As you're coming on in, Malia should be here any minute. She's been slacking this week on getting here on time. But yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy stories. The statistics are insane. Um, when it, I got to be honest with you guys. So welcome everybody that's coming in here and welcome everybody that's just watching the show from uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon, Google, any of these other podcast providers. Welcome, welcome. This is the part two to our premiered video that we just watched that is uh, about the Coeur d'Alene, Rathdrum area, and uh, the, the, the supposed cult details or people in that area there's all these um beliefs that it's a cult area a racist area a satanist area and who knows maybe it's all of the above i i i don't know my initial belief was that no it's not and this is going to be a bunch of uh you know gossip and drama and all of these things and when I got to the point of pulling the statistics, the uh, got to the point of pulling up the uh, pulling up the um, the the data to back what I was saying. Right, uh, I I shocked myself. I shocked myself and um, realized that hey, there's there could be something going on here. There could be something going on here. Um, and it was super strange. Um, you have an area that is supposedly known for cult activity, Satanist activity, um, and uh, skinhead activity, while simultaneously having a double the national average of missing people. Um, so how that's explained, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't understand it. We're going to try and understand it, and we're going to keep digging and figuring this out and, uh, and, and and try to come up with something. Because in my opinion, based off what I'm seeing, something's not right there. Something's not right when the national average is, you know, 6.4 or whatever it is, and this area is, is essentially 11, right? So, all right, welcome everybody. We'll get the intro out of the way. Welcome to the True Crime Talk Show brought to you by Thought Riot Podcast. And you can find us everywhere on everything all at once. And uh, this is our main podcast, Thought Riot Podcast, where we get, you know, most of our viewers, most of our uh comments um and all that stuff from around the world um and we also upload these as well under the 
true crime talk show. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. What we have going tonight is we're going to dig into the premiered story that we just watched. And we are going to read the updated documents uh, that is around the um, trial, the trial date. Yep. The trial date. And, uh, and, and just kind of go from there. It's not as structured as some of the other ones, but I didn't, I did that intentionally because I didn't know where this could lead us, where this topic could lead us. So, um, yeah, we will get into it. My name's Brendan. And I guess I am... I just my name's Malia. Welcome to the show. All right. So let's let's knock these documents out. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into it. I was very surprised uh, that they put out something about scheduling the trial. Like, very surprised. What do you mean? We're like a year in. What are you talking about? So you were expecting this? I expected it six, like, like three months ago when the they initially waived the speedy trial. So I was surprised because I didn't expect them to even consider scheduling until 2024. But I knew it would happen in 2024. I just ha I just had a feeling that the trial would happen in 2024. I just didn't think we would actually see any kind of scheduling order or anything like that. Yeah, I guess I I don't know. I I know as soon as you waive a speedy trial, I and and look, I'm with a lot of people. I wish that the speedy trial was never waived um but i i know that once you waive a speedy trial that everything slows way 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 down i just normally scheduling the the trial comes before anything else and why it felt weird to me was because we had so many different documents come out and follow-up documents come out without a trial scheduled um in that meantime in that time but i don't know maybe they had uh to finish and finalize and follow up on uh 
on documents that were left open, requests that were left open. I, I don't really know. I'm not sure. Do you also find it interesting that we're seeing this so shortly after they just said they were going to tear down the house? Um, I don't think so. I don't think I find so. it interesting that we're seeing this so shortly after they just said they were going to tear down the home. You know, I feel like the university president and Bill Thompson are pretty cozy with each other. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like that's a given. Um, but here's the thing, though. It's like not very normal. Uh, okay, I, I, hear what, I hear what you're saying, but you got to look at it from an outsider's perspective. So the the uh the college's president, you guys, like if we're looking at this realistically, who do you think has the power in that town? The single most powerful person. The the college president. Yeah. Is Scott the Green. single most powerful person in that town, okay? And here's another example, like Okay, when you're a CEO in a business, you know that human uh, that the uh, that that HR is not supposed to be communicating with anybody regardless of their position. Okay, everybody in the world knows that's in corporate America that when you go to HR and you're complaining about something going on, dude, everybody knows that the CEO knows what's going on. If it's a big deal, you know what I mean? They, they do. They're never going to admit to it. Uh, they're, it's never going to be openly talked about. It's one of those topics that are talked about behind closed doors and pretended like they didn't know. Okay. That's Scott green in this situation where, um, there's a gag order on the trial. He's not supposed to know anything. He's not supposed to have any buy-in into this, but he does. He absolutely does. They were at risk of losing tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, I think it I, would be foolish of us. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't know if I see. I, I don't know if I think it's right that they're so cozy with it's each not. other. Um, but. It is it is that it's another interesting aspect that I also feel the way Ian does, one of our viewers, that the um the speedy Brian's speedy trial right, I think was violated. Yeah, I I agree too. Yeah. I agree too. Um, and that's something that isn't talked about a lot, but look, as soon as the requests for discovery started coming in. Um, and I'm just assuming that's what you're talking about because that's what I feel like was done wrong. But when when you're when you're trying to make a speedy trial, when when that first request for discovery started, that is when all the time leading up to that first request counts. Mm -hmm. But as soon as that first request comes in and they aren't issued everything that they asked for then that time should not have counted. None of it. From that first discovery request, from him giving up the trial. I don't I don't know. I you know, the requests for discovery, they happen in every trial. And sometimes, you know, things get lost or, you know, what they asked for isn't exactly Absolutely. what they got because there was some confusion or, you know, 
the prosecutor may think they already turned it over or don't think it exists. But that's why usually you depose people like police officers, um, you know, different people to see, like, have you given me everything? Yeah. I, and it's weird because have we seen depositions in this case? Because no, I haven't seen not one. a single one, but. Um, or does that happen closer to trial? But we were like so no. close to the speedy trial date. So I would have figured we would have seen them. You, yes, there's a lot of weird things going on here that I has that I believe has to do with the fact that Idaho has their working law that that I call it right. We I call it the work the working law where you have the law that was written in uh, our constitution and state constitution as Idaho calls it, um, and our human rights, our personal rights within the state. Uh, but those change based on every judge's decision from the time of that coming out and, and then on. And that's like that working law where that slowly changes over time. So it's gotten to a point now where you have a state like Idaho where that working law, in my opinion, does not feel fair. It, in my opinion, they should have done away with the grand jury a long time ago with what I just saw in this case and how that grand jury works is mind blowing. It is a tool for the prosecution. It is not to find justice and not there as a tool for uh, the people, which is what it was created from from the very beginning. Right now, going back to what you were saying, um, I 100 percent believe that that time should have been stopped the, the second they asked for discovery items. However, I'm willing to give in a little bit to the second time they asked for discovery because I, I would assume from the first ask to the second, that's a reasonable amount of time and they delivered something. And then if that second request for discovery was a continuation of that first request, in my opinion, that none of that should count. None of that. Absolutely none of it. I understand that in cases it's normal to ask for discovery. I understand that in cases things get mixed up, but that's not what was going on here. It was not a mix up. It is so blatantly obvious to every single person, whether you think he's guilty, whether you think he's innocent, whether you don't know, whether you're part of the justice system, the prosecution was intentionally dragging their heels. I mean, Come on, dude. They gave the defense a a picture of the disc that holds a video. Come on. Yeah, and not to mention the IgG stuff. Like, the defense was asking for that basically the whole time, and Bill tried to say it didn't exist, and then we had the in-camera hearing. They he finally turned it over and did it in a month. I thought he was going to ask for an extension for sure. He was acting like it was so no. hard to get a hold of. I mean, we're, but here's the thing. This is what I've said from the very, 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 very beginning is from the beginning, the prosecution has been fighting that speedy trial. That was their number one goal. They didn't care if Brian Koberger was innocent. They didn't care if he was guilty. They didn't care about anything. All they were doing was trying to get that speedy trial off the table. I don't know why. I don't know the reasons behind it. I don't know if they're 
just hoping people lose interest in this case? I don't know. But that was the only thing that they were fighting for. Now that we've seen that taken off the table, I believe that we're going to see a difference in their characters and behaviors, how they're handling things. But what's funny, though, and what looks like more manipulation is the second they took the speedy trial off the table, the prosecution came out and said, uh, you know, we, we were hoping for a speedy trial, but we, we believe that the defense did the right thing uh, for their defendant. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, it is it is pretty normal to waive the speedy trial, but it seems like it, regardless that right is there and they should have. The prosecution shouldn't have done what they did. I mean, I saw things that definitely were not OK, like they were definitely dragging their heels and then made it sound like, oh, we were ready to go to trial. Yeah, we did. You know, we, yeah. we didn't need to wait. We could go to trial right now. Uh, when they totally couldn't have. Yeah, they're they're playing old school. They're playing old school attorney tactics with new school techniques. So they're using the Internet. They're using um, character assassination. They're using these used car salesman tactics to appear like you know, my head's up, shoulders back. We got it together. We have so much evidence. Like, don't even worry about it. We don't need to tell you. This case is in the bag, right? We got it. Like, anybody that's questioning us, come on, get out of here. You're a conspiracy theorist because we have so much evidence. And all we wanted was to do this uh, speedy trial because we have so much evidence. Come on, that none no. of that is true. The state was totally feeling the pressure having to get this case together quickly. And I I just have a feeling the case wasn't as together as Bill Thompson probably would have liked. No, it was a wreck, dude. I mean, look, you know, they, the prosecution went back to the house today. The prosecution did? Yeah. Oh, they went back to the house today. Well, that that is kind of messed up that the prosecution gets full access to the house but the defense has to plan it like a month a in month advance. in advance yeah super shady that is not justice um that is not fair oh, today and tomorrow said ch i didn't realize that that's the these are the things that matter you guys and again like i say this statement every time because we have people on both sides of the aisle i i couldn't care less right now if brian koberger is innocent or guilty brian koberger as a person is not what's important to me what's important to me is the investigation how the investigation is being handled how the investigation uh, was ran, uh, was it ran honest? Was it ran effective? Was it ran in line with the expectations of our justice system and what's best for the people, the public, the general public? These are the things that's important. These are the reasons why we're digging into uh, the investigation details and the little bit of evidence that we have. You know, I Brian Koberger could be guilty. He, you know how many comments we've had? Let me say this. You know how many comments we've had where people have said uh, things like, look, you." it's funny that you have so many videos 
essentially like talking crap about police. Okay. Um, and, and I bet if Brian Koberger, please, you're still going to be talking bad about police. And look, you guys, here's my response to that. Absolutely. I am going to continue looking at these things about police because it's not about Brian. It is not about Brian. It is the fact that I want my America safe. And in order to do that, the protectors need to be honest, dude. I'm I'm totally pro-police. I'm not some anarchist that believes we can just run around with guns and take care of things ourselves. Like, if something's wrong, I'm calling the popo right away. 911. Bam. That is me. And I expect to be treated fairly. And I expect to be treated, you know, with honesty and respect, like I'm going to treat that officer that's going to show up to help me. So I will absolutely complain about the police messing up in this case, even if he pleads out, like not important. The evidence that we've shown so far, it's not a maybe, it's not an opinion. The, the police fudged that scene. Not maybe. They fudged it. CSI messed it up, man. We just watched that a couple days ago. Yeah, the, the video you did on the um, standards around a crime scene. Yeah. 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 So you can be pro-police and still have expectations of your police, you guys. And anyone who tells you different, they're just wrong. That They're just wrong. Uh, I don't know how many of you have kids, but do you know what makes a kid successful? Accountability. You train them to be adults. You hold them accountable. And kids are, are something that like human beings love more than anything in the world. And because you love them, you got to hold them accountable. Like, why is that any different for any position? Obviously, police aren't kids, our kids. I get it. And it's at a smaller scale. But that doesn't that that's just more evidence to the fact that you can be pro-police and you can have high expectations of them and you can hold them accountable and you can call it like you see it and not accept what's given in front of you, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I sent you an article on them going back to the home. Um, you want to read this first, then we'll get to that? Sure. Just remind me so I don't forget. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. Can I make it one bigger? I might be able to. But yes, it is for sure. They they have went back. There's All right. A local media source. Yeah. Talking about it. And dude, nobody likes accountability, you guys. Nobody. That is like a dirty word, especially for people management. Everyone hates being held accountable. I, Ian, You're the prisoner, duh. It, if I'm being <laughs> honest, I like it too. But I'm the type of person where... If you doubt me, I succeed. So, like, if you want me to fail, then support me. I'm that type of person. If you support me, I am going to fail. <laughs> but if you doubt me, I am going to kill it, man. I am going to do better than everybody. 
because of the doubt. Oh, and I wanted to say with the Rachel with the Rachel Moore in case I you know no I don't think they're using IgG, but I don't think we would know that yet. Um, you know I I believe this man his family may be from Mexico, um, so it IgG might not be that helpful. I you know I I'm not a hundred percent sure the demographics in Mexico that use those services, but typically that's like you know an America thing, like those companies. Um, I don't know. I, do too many people internationally use those? I feel like the big market is the U.S. because none of us know where we come from a lot of times. I, I, I mean, I always knew where I came from, but that's just me. That's no not clue. normal. I like, I've never looked into that. I've, I've, I've talked to people and asked, like, you know, oh, what's, do you know your ethnicity or your ancestry? And they're like, no, I'm just American. I a lot of <laughs> okay. people a lot of people won't like this answer, but I to be honest, I don't care. Uh, yeah, you're um, that person. I don't care. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't care where my genes are from at all. Um, and I'm not really interested to find out. Like, I'm not willing to pay for that. You know what I mean? Um, and. I mean, I won't pay for that because I don't want like my private and personal information somewhere in a in a in a case or, you know, just sitting somewhere like I, I just don't want that. Um, You're saying that and he's over here saying what well, hospital he was born. In. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do know that they have a lead on this guy. Um, They were they were going to Chicago last that I heard and. I know something's happening there. I just, we don't know all the details yet because there's not been an arrest, but I hope they catch that guy, dude. It, I, what happened to Rachel Morin is absolutely atrocious. E it's so sad. Even though I just said that I don't want to know, I do know where, like, I do know my genes somewhat a little bit just because. You for, have family that cares. Well, I, I had a report that I had to do in school and it was to track a last name and uh my last name only comes from one area and uh you know it, it i was literally able to track like through documentation where my family traveled from um but yeah i'm i'm italian and spanish but yeah so it, i just haven't checked that through uh through any of those database systems but um yeah shout out to marietta we appreciate you you're always coming up on here and hooking people up with a membership that's awesome yes thank you so much marietta all right so we will finally get into this here so in the district court of the second judicial district of the state of idaho in and for the county of latah comes now the state of Idaho by and through the Latah County prosecuting attorney and respectfully moves the court for a scheduling order addressing without limitation the following. One, scheduling a jury trial to run... Wait, how many pages is this? Is it worth? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> Latah. One. Scheduling oh, wait, a jury trial to run for approximately six weeks, including penalty phase. The state oh, proposes that the court scheduling trial for the summer of 2024 and that the trial dates avoid times when Moscow High School and our area universities are in session. That's weird. Why? 
As court is aware, Moscow High School is directly adjacent to the courthouse premises, and already the significantly increased amount of media and other vehicles related to this case has strained available parking as well as safety and convenience for pedestrians, including students. That makes sense uh, for the high school. I got it. Yeah, for sure. But why the, the college? Well, the trial is going to cause a lot of people to be coming to that town. The pre-trial has so, it? I mean, yeah, people have been coming there, but I, the trial is going to be a much bigger deal. It usually is than, Dude, than but, pre-trial. But it's a tiny courtroom. It's not like that many people are going to be able to fit in there. I mean, I guess if crazy things happen in the trial, maybe more people could end up going there. But like, I don't care what they say and how many times they use OJ as an example to make it seem like this case in this courtroom is going to be that big. But it's not. It is not going to be OJ big. And the reason being is because OJ's trial was in Los Angeles. That is where all media, all movie, True. all production companies are from. Not to mention it has one of the biggest courthouses there is with a ton of room and five levels of parking. Like, Yeah, Moscow is not a L.A. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that's for sure. It's not going to be that big. It, and that's not even taking into account. The fact that everybody has a computer in their hand now. And they're going to they be didn't. streaming. They're going to be streaming this. Exactly. Yeah. And they didn't have that during the OJ trial. Yeah. There were no smartphones. And OJ was a celebrity. It was a big deal. Yep. Um, I. Okay. So court is aware that. Okay. Wait. The court is also aware that when the local universities are in session, it is not infrequent for the area lodging to become unavailable due to university-related activities such as sporting events, graduation. Okay. To so. me, this feels like more reasons to drag heels, in my opinion. They don't have many hotels. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like, we need to make sure the hotels are It, it doesn't to make sense. What they're doing right here is causing the best possible times for this trial to be filled up. Hmm? They're, they're making it convenient for people to come fly out and stay there. Yeah. But saying they're not. Hmm? They're, they're saying that this trial needs to be handled during this time because... Uh, they're worried for how big it's going to be or whatever. So then let's set those trial dates at the times where we have the most hotel availability. You're essentially handing out, you're putting out your hand and saying, come on, everybody. No, I don't agree with you. I think that they <laughs> are wanting to make it so people can come and so that the students are not affected. Because during the school year, you have games, you have things going on that are going to take up Look, the hotels. They don't want, you know, a bunch of traffic when a lot of students are walking the streets. Like, look, I don't see what you're saying at all. OK, then then it's because you're caught up in the idea of how big this case is. No, I'm not. I mean, clearly you are if you think that a case in a courtroom is going to impact student lives who are on campus somewhere else at all. They're not going to know that the trial's going on that day. 
I mean, it's not going to affect them at all. They're going to have no idea. I do think they're going to know that it's going on that day, but no, I don't think that it's going to directly affect them unless there's like film crews walking around the university. The only way they're going to know is if it is in their face or they have a personal interest in it. Dude, I think a lot of people from that town are going to be watching it. I for, Maybe not in the courtroom, but... I don't agree. I think that they... Where I'm going with this is I think they want people to be involved. They want it to be the OJ size trial, you guys. That's what they want. Otherwise, they wouldn't be setting it up like this. Are you Are you serious? They would just block off the front. They are, they're already saying they have issues with parking. Great. Then block off the uh, high school parking, put one security guard at the front gate, and only let cars in that are high schoolers. I'm telling you, like, dude, this trial is not the end-all, be-all, single most important thing in the world. Like, it's important for people who are interested in it. Yeah. But I can't tell you, like, there are not going to be, not every student student is going to be interested in this. And it's not going to affect them. They are going to know if it's there. No way at all. I, w- I was in L.A. on certain days that O.J.'s trial was going on. And I understand completely different layout. One's a big city. One's a metro city. But I was literally in that general area. And unless you're there on that block within that, you know, 100-yard whatever right around there, those are the only people that are going to know what's going on. Nobody else is. It is not going to be this town takeover of flood of people. Okay, okay, but but maybe, okay, just to talk about it from some other perspectives, um, one aspect that I would have to bring up is that I noticed when looking into Moscow PD and the government there, like just how that town operates, the local law enforcement and people do a lot with the community. They hold little events, um, you know, like Halloween, they set up a trunk or treat. The police department did. Um, they do a lot with their community. All and so like they're very a part of it. Maybe this is why you're seeing something like this that seems almost like overly considerate um, because it's literally a college town. That's all it exists for. So all of the local law enforcement and officials treat it like the town is a school and we got to like protect the kids and make everything like almost like parents. Um, Also, we heard the judge right. in the courtroom talk about he didn't want it to become the OJ trial. Okay. So maybe, maybe <laughs> this is so cheap. Maybe this is them thinking it will be like that. So they're preparing because they're like, oh my gosh, we need to be able to handle this because this is Bro, this has so much to be this that. is so much this has so much public interest. We don't want to be overwhelmed. We're a tiny town with a bunch of people coming here. Um, so we feel like this is the best time to do it. 
I don't know if they want it to be. They oh, could be sure afraid it will be that. Because but- I feel like this whole time they have not wanted eyes on this case. And you're implying the exact opposite. Oh, absolutely. Based on everything that I've seen. Because look, talk is cheap, you guys. I don't want you guys to ever believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. Because I am not my words. I am my actions. I can say anything. Anything. I'm a salesperson. Maybe that's why I look at it like this. I don't know. But words are meaningless without the actions to back them up. I don't care what they say. (laughs) That means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing to me. I care about what they do. And what I see them doing when I'm taking out the fact that what they're saying says the opposite, I see them setting their town up for one of the biggest events that they could. This is what you do when you're uh, preparing for, you know, a major event like the Olympics, like uh, the uh, Super Bowl in your town, like um, uh, a major rave, like Together as One at New Year's, is they prep it like this. When you can prevent that, there are a minimal amount of people that are allowed in that courtroom. You can set up gates around your courtroom and say nobody is allowed to be right here and then ticket people who are. But they aren't doing that. They aren't doing that. They say they don't want that, but their actions are saying the opposite. Otherwise, you can prevent that very easily. You can prevent an influx of traffic to your town? Oh, absolutely. By not giving them a place to park, uh, by not letting people stand in front of the courtroom, absolutely. Okay, okay, then, no, then, I don't then agree with you. why are they going to be there? I don't agree with you. So, if I say I wanted to go to the trial, I would have no idea they, don't, they didn't give me places to park. Yeah. Okay, so how is that preventing me? I would fly out there. I would fly out there and have no idea that there's not places to park. Yeah, absolutely. And that's day one. Or that I can't stand outside the courtroom. Figure that out very quickly. You think they're not going to have contacts where you know they have homies that work at other networks, and that network is going to call up their friend and be like, "Hey, uh, hey, I know you were planning on bringing like those three other people with you, but." Don't you there is literally only enough room here for one person. You just got to bring your camera and mic like human beings will be human beings. They will problem solve. They'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think this is a money grab big time, huge, massive. It's not only a money grab, but it also sets them up for growth for the next five years. Come look at how great we are and how we handled this. Come look at how awesome this area is. Let's grow for the next 10 years. I'm telling you, this is an opportunity, a massive opportunity, and they are maximizing and capitalizing on it 100%. Being in business, that I would do the same thing if I saw an opportunity. It just feels weird, and, and I think they know that it would make them look bad if they were straight up coming out in front of everyone was like, yes, this is what we're doing. I'm definitely not wrong. This is not even a maybe. I'm 100% sure. This is a small town. This small town runs on funds. They run on funds. You People can't come out and be like, 
oh, you know what? I'm going to say money is the most important thing when it suits my argument. But the second it doesn't suit my argument, I'm going to say it's not. This is all about money. Come on. Um, I don't. I don't you think what we see from all these officials in this area and now they're like, yes, justice. I'm going to do things the right way. What? <laughs> no. OK, well, I think they don't want eyes on this case um, and I don't think they ever have wanted it. But maybe you could possibly be right about them wanting traffic to the town. Because travel to a town really helps it a lot, you guys. Like, a lot. Now, I don't know if this specific document is doing that. Um, but I could see them possibly wanting to bring people in. And wanting people to fly there, travel there, spend money there. Um, making sure all the hotels are free so they can... Fill those babies up and make as much money as possible. I totally understand that. Um, but, and you know what? I don't think they ever wanted eyes on this case for sure. I For sure. I agree with that. But they don't have that choice anymore. Yeah, but you, that choice is gone. You got to define the who beginning, they is, though. I don't think that the invest, I don't think the I don't think do. the investigators uh, or the police wanted eyes on this case, and here. I don't think Bill Thompson wanted eyes on this case, and I don't think Ann Taylor wants eyes on this case. I literally don't think any of the people making the decisions as far as the gag order in the trial wanted a bunch of eyes on it. So we're talking about different people because I agree. I don't think the police do but the police don't have a say in this town they are not the ones who make decisions here who makes decisions is you know big shot green and uh whoever that one other guy is oh I green for I sure didn't want eyes on this case oh B, no what yeah right dude that you think that got green wanted eyes on this absolutely. case then why is he trying to tear down the house absolutely he want are you serious do you know how much better for eyes on a case it is then drama. So he's going to say, so, oh, sorry, guys. Th there's a saying. We're not actually going to tear it down. There's a no, they're going to tear it down and it's going to cause an uproar. And that uproar is going to reach more people. Oh, I don't think that's I mean, what he's doing. Sure, but that's a beginner way of looking at business because you got to remember, you can't have an increase in money without growth. That's impossible. It doesn't happen. Try to come up with an example where that is the case. You either are going to max out your profits and you're not going to be able to handle it anymore and you're going to hit that that teetering point where your literal only option is to grow. So I guess it just depends on how much growth you're talking about, but they come hand in hand together and it's impossible for them not to. For number two, there's a saying in business that everyone says, good word goes far, but bad word goes further. Okay, when you're trying to get the, the word out about something, it's actually better to have a topic that is going to cause drama and cause people to react poorly in any given situation because it's a five-to-one ratio normally where for every one person that hears a good thing, five people are going to hear a bad thing. So absolutely. Are you serious? If 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 they didn't think tank this, then they're making mistakes. Then whoever their marketing team is, they suck and they need to be fired because this is an opportunity. 
regardless of the emotional connections in this community and all of us who are bought into this case and how awful it is for those the four victims and how we want real justice, that doesn't mean that that isn't true and this is true. Or I mean, that doesn't mean that's true and this is true. The, all of that can be true simultaneously. That's business 101. Yeah, I don't think the house is that, though. I don't. I, I mean, I'm not talking about the house. It's literally the point of everything no, you just said. I said then you said that Scott Green absolutely wanted eyes on this case, and that's why he's tearing down the house. No, you use the house as the example. So yeah. I played off that example and said, okay, so you know, the house would be used in this way and it could make word go further. But everything I was talking about was in general about the possibility of growth about this case not the house okay well i care about the house because that's what i was talking about what you are confusing me that is not what you were talking about when we first started talking about this topic we're talking about the case locally and whether it's gonna be for growth or not yeah and i felt like the house is contradictory to saying that scott green you claimed scott green wants eyes on this case and i said then why would he tear down the house because i feel like that's completely contradictory to him wanting yeah. eyes on this case yeah and i use that example to explain how a house can spread bad word to promote yeah, and more i people do not it. agree with that at so all that doesn't mean i was talking about that i mean that was you were answering what I asked. Like, that was the point. Yeah, but that wasn't the topic we were talking about. That was just one piece of the, the okay, topic. Okay, but I care about that. So that's, I I just don't agree with you on that at all. Yeah, and I don't, I don't need you to agree. But I still need to explain how it works. I think that's just basic I think, business. That's how it works, man. I like, think I think that a lot of things in life are business because the the world is run on money, even towns. But specifically with that choice of tearing down the home before the trial, I do not at all think that intention is because he wants eyes on this case. No, I never said that. Yes, you no, did. No, I did not. I said that. Oh, that, roll I it said, back. Hit rewind. I mean, back. <laughs> I'm not the one who ever brought that up. I don't even know what you're talking about. But I used your example because you brought up the house, not me. And I used the house as an example to prove why tearing down the house, which is overall seen negatively within the area, can be used to benefit growth. And I mean, that's all it was. No, I, yes. because that wasn't that. Yeah, but for you, for me, I'm still focusing on the fact that I feel like the house is contradictory. I, I hear you. I get yeah, it. Yeah, you don't agree. You're saying you're using it as an example, but that you never actually said he wants to tear it down for attention. Wait, what? Yeah, you're claiming he he you said that the house as an example is him tearing it down because bad word goes further than a good yeah. word. So therefore, he wants to tear down the house for mm -hmm. attention to for, the case for, growth, yeah. for the town. Yeah. Okay, so you did say that. Yeah. Yeah, you were just trying to tell me you didn't say that. No, I didn't. I did not. Okay. All right, so... The state also requests that the court set a daily trial schedule of 8.30 a.m. to approximately 3 p.m. for a trial of this length that is appropriate to afford 
jurors some amount of time to tend to their personal affairs. Yeah. Additionally, having more time in the afternoon allows for better preparation by the parties and allows for reasonable opportunities and time for the court and counsel to address any motions or other matters that routinely arise during the course of jury trials. In the state's experience, this type of daily trial schedule is typically appreciated by the jurors as well as court staff and counsel. Deadlines for completion of discovery for both the state and defense, deadlines for both parties to make expert disclosures pursuant to ICR 16B7 and C4, deadlines for filings of pretrial mo motions and responses to replies thereto, including but not limited to motions in, I have no idea, Lemine. Oh, I probably just had a pop in my mic. Motions relating to the death penalty and any motions under ICR 12B, deadlines for jury questionnaire proposals, deadlines for proposed jury's instructions, deadlines for proposed witness pursuant to ICR 16B6 and C3, deadlines for Rule 404 notices, dates for pretrial motions to be heard, any other matters to facilitate the orderly progress of this case toward trial. Uh what we got a super sticker oh all right yes thank you marietta we appreciate that yes did you highlight it or did i and then i forgot about it i highlighted it oh okay <laughs> i appreciate that is it lemony or lemonade I'm not sure. No, and and for for the topic with the house thing, like I, why me and Malia work so good together is uh, she looks at things from a more emotional point of view, where I don't. I don't see that. I don't have those connections. I'm very black and white and I've been in business my whole life. So that's my immediate. I'm also incredibly logical too, not just emotional, but no. yes, I do I mean, have emotions. And I logic do have, can't live together. Well, welcome to being a human. Yeah, I know. But that's not a bad thing, though. Humans have emotions and logic. I, I simultaneously. Think, I think you're thinking. I think you're thinking that, like, saying logic is a is like a good thing. But actually, people that have emotional intelligence and uh, at a higher rate better associate with the general public. People that are hyper logical can't connect with other people because someone is like super logical. That's not a good thing. No, I'm never right. Yes, I am a psychopath. No, it's just trained, trained views. She's not going to cry. No, I'm not going to cry. 
she I'm hold, okay. She, she holds her own. The court's August 22nd, 2023 scheduling order also directed the submission of trial exhibits and names of witnesses. The state again requests that the court afford the parties the opportunity to supplement those responses after they had the opportunity to review and consider the initial submissions of the other party. In its August 22nd, 2023 scheduling order, the court afforded the defendant an additional opportunity to provide notice of alibi in accordance with court rule and statute. The state submits that the defendant has already been afforded this opportunity and the court heard argument on the notions related to such. The state submits the opportunity for defendant to disclose an alibi and notify the state of the same has passed and asks that the court not reopen the issue. All right. So interesting. Yeah. That. Yeah, that. But the thing is, when I say emotional, you guys are tying into like social bias. When in reality, it's true. What. What makes a person be relatable to people is the emotional intelligence. It's just that America has been so unfair, making it seem like emotions are not a benefit and or positive thing, that it's automatically assumed that I meant it as a negative thing. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about it all day long. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, because I think emotional intelligence actually gets you far further in most cases than logic. There's not something logic is not better than emotions. Like no, emotional balanced, intelligence uh, is very important. And and there is no higher on one or less than the other. And when people automatically assume that when you bring up the fact that, you know, Malia has more experience being uh, with the emotional aspects or emotional intelligence, it I didn't take it negatively. That's a compliment. You, a lot of other people took it negative, you know, and that that's just not my fault because I didn't mean it negative. No, I don't think you meant it negatively. I just, I, I just, I don't look at everything with just raw emotion though, which is what it sounded like you were saying. Like, I just look at everything emotional. That's. That's not true. I, I am super logical, too. I just think I am more balanced than you. I think that you lack feeling in a lot of ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And I think balanced is the ideal, not ha being hyper emotional or hyper logical. Having that balance is important. Absolutely. Again, I think everybody took it wrong. I absolutely said that. That's what came out of my mouth earlier. <laughs> it's not my fault all you guys took it wrong. So what do you think about this? Um... I don't really know, to be honest. Um, I mean, they're just calling for all of the deadlines. Did, wait, did they give a date? What was the date? No, just 
so they need to schedule all the dates i mean yeah that's yeah. i mean that's just normal standard stuff like they're just scheduling all of the deadlines for all of those things they need to get to the trial yeah but what do you feel like that's within reason because of all of these down here what do, do you think that's within reason because what they're asking for is to essentially get everything in order so that they can start trial in the summer of 2024 yeah 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 i think it is within reason that they're just they didn't set an actual deadline they just said we need to schedule all of this. Yeah. Like, that's normal. This is standard. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. I, I'm still... I still feel like this could have been handled much better. I feel like too much time went by before they requested to schedule the the trial too much time went by yeah i i still i still feel like that like what i said before we even started reading this that 3 months is too much time i mean some some cases take years to go to trial. This just seems super standard. I don't think there's anything weird here at all. I Okay, but a lot of cases take years to go to trial. Normally when they have things that are left open that they need to follow up on. Okay, what are you getting at? What do you mean? I feel like you're getting at something. You see something. I don't see what you're seeing. I don't. I'm just talking through this. Okay. What about it? I just don't see anything here. But, that I mean, I am happy that they're just doing all of this. Um, I'm. It looks like they're doing everything they need to do to get this to trial in the summer of 2024. And I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see all the evidence come out in court. Yeah. 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 I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. There's just not there's not a lot that there that's left open here. There's not a lot that's left open here. So, I don't know. I feel like it could have been sped up. I feel like it was delayed from all areas. But we can move on if you don't have anything else to say about it. No, I'm. You could pull up that article about them going back to the house. Yeah. You seem like not present. Is are people saying stuff in the chat? No, I just think that <laughs> what you left off on was really crappy. What do you mean? You just literally said me and a whole bunch of other people were wrong because we took it wrong. Yeah. 
if you took what I was saying wrong, what? That's not how I meant it. It was a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. I think later you should watch it back. Okay. I'll watch it back. Just for personal, you know. Yeah. Self-reflection. Because I meant it as a co compliment. And I think a lot of people in the chat assumed I meant it as like, oh, yeah, logic is better than emotional Nobody assumed that at all. Then why'd you assume it was a bad thing? And I didn't I said you're more emotional. I didn't assume that either. I just... Cause I'm, I want to speak about myself. I'm and a I, Virgo, of course. Come and, on. And I want to speak about myself. And I don't. I do think that I look at things with more emotion than you. But I think I'm also very logical, and I think that's important too. That's that's all the only reason I said it. Um, but yeah, we can move on from that. Let's leave it behind. All right. So what do we got here? Uh, they are back at the house one week before the supposed demolition. I'm okay. curious what we were talking about so, earlier. Oh, wait, hold on. I've heard some people um, speculating that possibly the house won't end up getting torn down. Oh, I don't. I don't think that at all. I think it absolutely is getting torn down. Um, because it's all about money. I mean, I do think it's about money. I just don't think it's to get attention, like what you were kind of saying earlier. I think that, you know, oh gosh, what was I thinking about earlier? Oh, I had something to do with the frat. Um, like, what if the house is to get, what if they, okay. So you know how they said they were going to tear it down? They went back on it, essentially promised to the Gonzalez family and the lawyers and everybody that they were going to wait till trial to tear it down, right? Mm hmm Well, this was them suddenly giving a date, a literal date for December 28th. We're tearing it down seemingly out of nowhere. Is it because of somebody else, an, an outside party we don't know or is not publicized, like the fraternity? I mean, maybe. I think it's totally possible. Because they I just were the ones it's something peeing that we, on the house. Yeah, I don't think that it would be something that we're going to find out. Oh, okay. They I were see where peeing you're going on the house. Yeah, 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 I see where you're going now. I see where you're going. Um, Is there a reason that all of a sudden they want it torn down so badly? And it's funny that the prosecution would go back a week before the demolition again when they were just in there last month. I, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing here. That's the most important thing is that the prosecution went back after the defense. And I think that that shows everything. I think that. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. I do want to talk on that. I'm glad you said that, you guys. Did you know Get a Clue left? I'm going to bookmark my point just for a second. Yeah, we can talk about that for a second. So I saw his community post, and then I clicked I on his channel, and everything is gone. He deleted everything. Um, and it, we, and, you guys haven't seen this yet, but we just gave him the spotlight. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but it makes, luckily we're... It makes me sad. Uh, is his uh, site still there? The Substack? What is it? Substack. I don't. Idaho for. I don't know if the Substack is still there, but. Dot com. It was. Yeah. That's that's probably not it. I think it's Idaho for. If you just. Felt out. So hang on. If you just go to his channel. There's a link still. But. There we go. Yep. So um, it looks like it's still up, right? So he just restricted it. Oh, yeah, it's, that it's is gone? new. No, that's new. That it being private. Well, I can check real quick because yeah. Yeah. Yep, that is it. This substack is private. So that's super interesting. I'm curious what triggered him to do that look i don't know if get a clue still watches us but i would be curious to know what it is too so one thing i can assume right is that it's it's clear in his content unless he was joking around that get a clue gets worked up over people's comments and things that they say and i can only relate i I can only look at a situation and relate it to how I handle things, right? And, uh, and like, there's nothing that can be said that would affect me. And that's part of my downfall is that I'm egotistical and I have to try and keep it in check. Very. I, I, I know I'm the first one to tell you, <laughs> uh, I have to keep it in check. Otherwise it can impact me in other areas of my life. And, uh, so I don't know what that feels like for him to get worked up over people leaving comments and things like that. Uh, but I can only assume based on the how he's acted in some of his videos that that's what's going on. Right. So I had somebody threaten me in real life, literally in real life is get a clue the type of person that can handle that. And so, I, I don't listen, you guys, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm some B.A. person. That is not what I'm suggesting. I am just a different person who looks at things differently. It doesn't mean anything if you're the type of person that doesn't deal with like people talking crap in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he he got unhinged in a few videos where, you know, and I. I think here's why I think that was happening. I think he is an older gentleman who is probably retired, who um, is an intellectual. And this case struck a chord with him and he was incredibly passionate about it and felt like he was doing really good work. And he did do some really good work. Um, he's done a lot of really good work and brought a lot of really interesting things to my attention in the past. And I know tons of your um, you know, minds like he's he's opened a lot of people's minds to a lot of things in this case. Um, and yeah. sadly, he didn't get 
a lot of recognition for it. And he also was not someone who stood for what he considered BS. Yeah. He, you know, if you were spreading things that were not true, um, you know, talking about things that he considered disinformation or misinformation, he was not about it. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. He, um, he looked at things differently, even different than I do. And again, I'm not saying that's wrong. And all I have is my experience to compare it to his. But it just makes me worry that something came forward that you've heard of, you know, harsh getting threatened. You've heard of uh, uh, what Jules uh, of uh, what's her Jules, Jules of all Jules trades. of all trades getting threatened. I've literally been threatened in person. I get threatened like through comments and emails all the time. But that stuff doesn't bother me like it. It, it makes me laugh most of the time, but um, is that, did something happen where somebody threatened? When I you know served, I mean? my work was what is What is going on here? I don't know, but don't the chat like needs your attention. Well, where is this coming from? <laughs> okay, we're good. Okay. But... Oh, yeah. Um, so it looks like we had somebody call names in chat. Let's not do that. That's, we'll only get one, one, uh, one opportunity. No name calling. If we're going to if we're going to be able to talk openly and honestly here. Um, and I don't know if you're new here, but the chat always gives me a hard time. That's car that's like the MO of the of our show is uh, I'm the one who can take it. So if you want to, you know, give me a hard time, by all means. There's nothing that can be said that's gonna bother me. And we have fun and joke and back and forth and everything. Sometimes it goes too far, like you know, maybe it just did for Malia. I'm not sure. But one thing that we make sure is because other viewers and chatters don't have the ability to delete people or 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 remove somebody just make sure we don't have any name calling bullying anything like that please 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 yeah and i really liked get a clues vocabulary too <laughs> i know you guys don't mean any oh. harm otherwise I, I give you the ammo i like it i'm telling you i don't think you mean any harm by it and I set myself up most of the time, but I agree with you going back to what you're saying. Um, I agree with you. That get a clue said uh, we, okay. So if get a clue is watching for whatever reason, you guys, I don't know if it's because I'm saving the file as a dot MOV, but for whatever reason, my mixing table will not accept Get a clues, smelly Swedish fish comment. I wanted that as a sound bite. So, like when someone does a super chat or whatever, we can hit it on the mixing table and it says something about like smelly Swedish fish or the FBI being what do you call them? Uh, I don't know, but you definitely need to do it now to I, remember him. <laughs> I can't it for whatever reason, it doesn't accept my file. I don't know if it's so you rework it i've already tried come on i i'm really good at tech stuff and and i've tried saving it under 
uh, MP3. I've tried MP4. I've tried MOV. I've tried M4A, M MV, whatever. I've I've literally tried everything. I don't know if I need to upload it onto a website to re-download it, and that like gets rid of some kind of special coding from YouTube. I don't know. I have no clue. And Rumsey, I think that's what Brendan was trying to say the whole time. That's exactly what he was trying to say. In short, what? is that when you take the feelings out of this case the business and you just look at it from a business perspective it explains a lot of the actions a lot of the things we've seen um and i i agree with that to a point for sure i i don't think there's any room for feelings in business as long as people are being treated correctly and i understand that feelings are directly tied to like you know rights of people like i, I get all that but if you're just at a blank table and you're trying to make business decisions, their emotion isn't included at all unless you're dealing with marketing. And then marketing is literally all psychology and all sociology, demographics, and feelings. That's all marketing is. And that's why I think that we're seeing in this case them say one thing, but do another. What they're doing does not align with what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And he totally did break up with all of us through a text message. That's what he did. He didn't make a video. He just deleted. He literally like ghosted all of his subscribers by well, just putting out a message and then no video to, uh, deleted all of his videos. And, you know, I understand it. I, I understand. didn't get hacked. I don't think he did. It, his message sounds like him. Yeah. Um, and I think that he did it for yeah, his we'll own mental health. I think that he did it um, because he needed to. He needed to step away. Is there um, anything bad in here? I haven't read it yet. Okay, whatever. There's. I don't think there's anything bad. He doesn't cuss. Okay, usually. so get a clue. And and I'm gonna make a statement before we go back to what we were watching here. So get a clue. You mentioned that you watch us, and I know we had a good working relationship where, um, you know, we would comment on one of your videos, and then you would comment back, and that was awesome, and I loved that and appreciated it. Um, and uh, if you want to give a statement reach out to us our email is contact thought riot exactly like it sounds contact thought riot at gmail um and we'll set something up where you can come on here because i think you need to offer your mind to people to help people understand certain situations because each person's different even though and this is this is something i have to deal with a lot where i look at a situation while something might seem logical or easily noticed to me i should, uh e easily stands out to me the next person because of their perception their uh experience in life and the things they've gone through it 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 has nothing to do with how intelligent somebody is it's all it all has to do with their background experience what they can what they see in these situations based on their surroundings and things that have happened to them and they're going to see it way different dude like way different so anytime you can offer insight in a point of view where other people don't see it i think that's valuable that is literally a public service Mm -hmm. In my opinion.
But what do I know? I'm never right. I only know one thing in life. I mean, and that one thing is that I know nothing. He, he said that it was finite from the beginning, um, but I thought he would see it through to the trial at least. Um, he said once this case was over, he was over. Like there would be no more YouTube. There, he's not a creator. He's only doing this because it's a passion. This is, you know, he cares about this case. Um, you know, and yeah. that once it was over, he was done. Um, I'm, I'm a, but let's read a statement. He, he says it himself here. Um, okay. So, Hey peeps, I told you I make good on my promises and this is me making good on my promise. My store of patience limited as it was and always has been is repleted. I refuse to any longer throw pearls before swine. The coverage of this case is a circus, and the noise and spectacle of that circus drowns out anything constructive I have brought to the table or would ever bring to the table, so to speak. Call me antisocial if you will, but I hate people. Most people, that is. There are some good peeps, but some of you are so, some of you are good peeps. But the majority of people aren't good. The majority are disgusting and repulsive, in fact. And if meat space doesn't provide enough proof to convince you of that, social media sure does. I need my glasses. Let me read it. Yeah, read it. The defendant is toast, guaranteed. He may be innocent, and as of this post, I believe he is. But in the eyes of the world, he is guilty, and he will be found guilty. Once he is found guilty, his execution if he's ever executed, will be decades from now because he will issue one appeal after another, all of which will ultimately fail. I know you think I'm lying, but I'm not. After this post, within the next several days, I will step away from this case entirely and never look at it again. I will never look at my old videos and blog posts. I will never look at another YouTube video from another venue about this case. I will try my best to ignore any headlines of news coverage related to it. I mean it when I say I'm washing my hands of it. It appears to be written in stone, and nothing I say or do will change that one bit. The world needs its sacrifices, and the defendant has been chosen. I am truly sorry to those of you who I consider good peeps. I know this is hurtful to you, but please keep in mind that is not my intent. You're intelligent peeps, so I know you understand my sentiment and motivation. I wish you well and as happy a life as you can have. Regards, Clue, Streak, Kane. Mm-hmm. Yep. No more pearls from, from Get a Clue. Yep. Yeah. You know what's really weird is looking at those words on the black background. Now I, I see you. them everywhere. I see them everywhere that, now. It was messing with my eyes. I needed my glasses. It's not even a glasses thing. I don't wear glasses. It's like the dark mode or whatever. I don't like the dark mode. But yeah, that that sucks. Um, you know, we we appreciated him while he was here. And I had fun responding to the things he was saying. Uh, it it he kept me thinking, which is my obsession. I am obsessed with learning. I am obsessed with new information. I am obsessed with continuing any knowledge I didn't have because 
in my opinion, I don't know anything, you guys. I know that I say that joking around. Um, but it, when you think of the grand scheme of how much knowledge is in the world, we don't know nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing, you know. And I, I don't want to... Uh, I, I don't want to get all, like, psychology, like, start digging into it, you know, but uh, it, that's just how I look at things. So, and he was really good about bringing that knowledge, and I appreciate him for it. So, if Get a Clue is watching this, um, yeah, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate ya. Yeah, I I really enjoyed his channel. Um, I his satire was super funny. Um, you know, he had his moments, though we all do. I loved um, his moments. His moments were incredibly funny. <laughs> I loved them. And I, you know, but he got a lot of hate. Um, you know, people Didn't said a lot it. of really terrible things. Um, and I understand why he stepped away, though I wouldn't personally do that. Um, I get why he did. I totally get why he did. Yeah. So not everyone's a sociopath like me. Obviously joking, you crazies. Okay, so where did I where did I leave off on uh on what we were oh the uh the the fortune? I pat myself on the back here. I can't believe I remembered that. Okay, so you were thinking that <laughs> you you were thinking um okay, so how the connection? What? The 4chan connection. Oh, um the frat connection that I or was frat. thinking that yeah. I was thinking about earlier was i went back to okay they said they were gonna tear down the house and then they didn't um and then we get this sudden they want to tear down the house and we found out from body cam footage that truth and transparency put out that frat members were peeing on the house um and it made me wonder is there some kind of third party pushing this house to get torn down like a fraternity because the fraternities have lawyers um you know they have legal teams uh on payroll so it they made do. me wonder are they pushing for this house to get torn down for some reason yeah i mean it could be look here here's a possibility <clears throat> that is not 4chan related okay what if you have people that are in the fraternity that saw the body cam footage of the officer g approaching Greek, that Greek road. That's not officially Greek road, but that road, okay? King Road, where a lot of fraternity members live, and there are some frat houses very close, and some other houses that frat members live in. Um, and... Uh, that fraternity saw that body cam footage about them peeing on the house and they want to get rid of it because of that. It sounds small. It sounds stupid, but you got to remember that like 
in a position where you're an alumni and or leader of that of those fraternities and you see that happen, what is your number one goal? Your number one goal, even though it's our number one goal and probably yours is to get justice in this case, I don't think it would be for them. I think it would be first protecting their kids. Wait, am I popping in the mic? Jay Ray said, I swear she uses the letter P more than anyone I've ever known. Am I am I popping in the mic to where it sounds like abrasive in your ears? Um, but hey, Crime Sleuth, and I just saw you hop on. Uh, good to see you. I hope you're well and Merry Christmas to you, too. OK, you got to tell me if that's happening because I can't hear it. Yeah, we don't we don't wear headphones here um, so that we can hear each other. So other creators will hear popping where we won't. So just if you hear that, big time appreciate it if you let us know. Um, okay. I can't ever figure out the peeing on the house thing either. That's one of those things that drives me crazy. I don't get it. And you got to remember when I was younger, I was a troublemaker. Like... I had, no, there's real body cam footage of this, guys. It's not made up. It's not rumors. Yeah. There is real body cam footage of it. It is 100% real. 100% confirmed and real body cam footage of it. So, um, but see, I was a troublemaker, you guys. I, you know, you guys, most of you know, I had trauma from when I was younger. Some stuff happened to me and I didn't know how to deal with that. And I was a troubled youth is what I call myself. Um, and uh, I even in that even in that state of mind, putting myself back there in that state of mind, I don't see myself ever doing something like that. Like, what's the point? I don't understand it at all. And I, you know, I hung out with a lot of little hoodlums growing up and you know, I've seen people pee on a lot of things, but never the house of murdered peers. Like I had. OK, so here's um, a situation that happened when I was uh, in high school. That was a really big deal at my school. Um, and I think that it affected everyone a lot, like a lot, a lot, even people that weren't close with this kid. But basically his parents got divorced when he was younger. His mom uh, had recently gotten, oh, you know, hey, a, a partner and they were going to get married and she was pregnant and her and the kids had recently just started moving into his house. Um, and he had an ex-wife and it was not official yet uh the divorce papers had not gone through because of her hmm. um well the night that they were staying there one night when they were staying there um she hired hitman to come kill her husband what? um and he wasn't there he was at work so these two uh Guys, essentially, she picked up from the ghetto, not professional hitmen. What? Um, went in the house and killed my friend's pregnant mother and him and um, tried to kill the other kids. But uh, I think two of them survived and then set the house on fire. Um, 
This is and what? yeah, and uh, she got conspiracy, so she only got like eight years, and the other two guys got life. Um, I think she's already out. <laughs> I do of prison, and um, it affected us a lot. It affected our community a lot. It's, I bet it is the only tattoo I have on my body. Um, because it was so tragic and he was a close friend of mine and my friend group. Um, so it was, it was a really big deal. And I never saw anyone ever in that town show an ounce of disrespect towards those victims or their family. Nobody. So I have a couple questions though. Yeah. I've never in my life her and I grew up in Southern California. Like there's a lot of killers out there. I've never in my life seen a situation where you could like drive to the corners and find somebody to end someone. Well, she was a white lady and she went to like a hood and she somehow accomplished She's, hiring them. And she the reason she wouldn't lucky she didn't die. Yeah, I know. Um, so Maybe maybe she was sleeping with him. I don't know. But um, she, one reason she wouldn't sign the divorce papers is because she wanted him killed so she could get his life insurance. Oh, that geez, was the main dude. motivator behind it. Um, but yeah. That it was, is crazy. It was absolutely horrible. Um, but yeah. That's a scary situation because it should never be that easy to end somebody like that scary stuff dude like really scary stuff it was yeah super do you know scary. what she paid oh um it did wasn't it, did it say i don't remember it this was like a long time ago um like over 10 years ago now uh I've known. It was a few. People. I think it was only like a few grand i don't oh. think it was i don't think it was anything worth Killing someone over. Jeez, you know? a few grand. I knew a couple people that claimed they did that. I've never been around like a, a situation where anything relating with that. Like I've had, I've seen people die in front of me, but not from something like that, like a crime like that. Um, but those people that I knew were. If what they were telling me is true, I never seen it with my own eyes. I'm I'm going off of their statements, right? Which is why I'm prefacing that. Um, but uh, the the only way it was going to happen for them would be five digits worth of money. Well, five yeah, digits. duh, dude. Yeah, like, of course, not a couple thousand. That is insane, man. That is scary stuff. But, um. But yeah, uh, so going back to, and hey, Elliot, I, I saw you comment a couple things, and it was when we were going back and forth about a topic, so I apologize I didn't get back to it. Uh, for everybody that's in the chat, Elliot, uh, if you respond to something he says, make sure you put at and his name, um, at Elliot. Yeah, he's legally blind. He needs the at so that it will read it to him. And he's um he's going to school, I think, to be a lawyer, right? And he yep. um he's a great he has great input in the chat. Amazing. Always. We love Elliot. 
Uh, yes. But tell me, do you guys want a refresher on the kids peeing on the home? Because it sounds like a lot of people don't believe it. And, you know, like or hate the channel it comes from, that's totally on you and up to you. But there's no way to fake this body cam footage and what's said in it. Um, but if you guys would like to see it for your own eyes, we can play it here to get a refresher um, and take another look at it. Maybe we can see it from a different perspective. Um, you know, that helps sometimes. I sent you the link. Did it not work? Oh, I just haven't looked It's yet. right there. Okay. It's the only one. All right. So we'll, yeah, they were complaining about the smell. Yeah, that is. Sounds like it had been going on for a while. I know. Okay. That's 1112. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to Truth and Transparency. Um, we love Lana. I know we have some people on here um, that don't, and that that's okay. We support all content creators and people that have different opinions. That's important. You still support each other. You know what I mean? Um, and it doesn't mean that everyone agrees with everyone. There's a lot of content creators out there. Get a clue that didn't agree with a lot of things we said. And, uh, you know, there's still a place to respect people out there. So. You should have seen when we got here. Yes, yeah. From here up to there, literally feel the people. I just, I just want to say the people that like are in my house that I'm with have been in my place. So yeah, yeah, we've gotten like this, like all the people out here wasn't really. Yeah, but the security guard who's over on that house said there's been people going out and pissing all over the the back of the house and all over the rocks and stuff like that. Okay. It's got to stop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I understand. The that. back of the house. Yeah. yeah. So I seen some people saying like, weren't they peeing on like the very back area where the wall is and or fence? And here's the thing, though. This is what I say about that is even if they're stream. OK, if we're going to get granular here, then let's get granular. <laughs> even if their stream of urine didn't literally hit the house itself it is the idea that they're going out of their way to urinate on that lot yeah. of land and you i just want to say the date on this body cam footage is 8 2023 um and it's clearly right after midnight right or wait no i don't know military time what is it's that 234 a.m mm-hmm no, because it would start over. It would literally say two, right? Or no? Am I wrong? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's weird. I don't know. Oh, maybe it's midnight. It's 14. Duh. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's 1214. Okay. I don't know. But this is after the crimes because there was a security guard. He just mentioned a security guard saying that people were going all back there and peeing on the home. Um, and there it was no security guard before the murders. Mm -hmm. The security guard came to watch over the home. Um, 
What do you, what do you mean, J Ray one one two six or one 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 eight? Are you meaning where these guys were coming from? Actually, I do not, but I am twenty one. People want us to rewind to the address. These body cams are from 820, 2023. 1118 King Street. 820, 2023. Just let it play. Yeah, okay. 1118 King Street. Right? Yes. Yeah. Address. Okay. I think it. That's one 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 two. But yeah. You should. You should have seen when we got here. Yes. From here up to there, literally filled with people. I just. I just want to say the people that like are in my house that I'm with have been in my place. So. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got and, like this, like all the people out here wasn't really. Yeah, but the security guard who's over on that house said there's been people going out and pissing all over the the back of the house and all over the rocks and stuff like that. Okay. It's got to stop. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, they're not talking about a lot. They said literally all over the house. Yeah. So, okay, they're talking about their address, which was one 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 eight, and then they were talking about okay, that's one 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 two. And but the security guard has been saying that people have been going back there peeing all over the rocks and the house. Yeah, and there's only one house with a security guard. Right. And what they're gonna pee on how a house over and over that somebody lives at? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I mean it it's definitely the the house. And there's no question there. I, I feel like it it would I feel like it's a stretch to try and say were, it's a different house. If they were it, peeing all over one of their own houses, why would the cops get called? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that yeah, The yeah. cops can't say anything about them peeing all over their own house. Yeah. Yeah. So it just comes down to why, right? And, and we theorized this back when we first watched this. And uh, are they doing it because they're just drunk and that house has brought a bunch of drama to their area i i don't know but it doesn't change the fact that it's really happening so then when we look at um the uh when we look at the house being torn down it it comes to uh it comes to see you later mikey um, when it comes to the house being torn down, this is what I was saying. Maybe this could be a reason why of a third party. Did all the fraternity, did the fraternity leaders see this? Because this video has been hidden, dude. Like you can't find it anywhere. And that's not common. Um, but, uh, okay. I'm going to do a FOIA request. Okay. I'm going to look at the reports and we're going to see what, what about it. Because, because Okay, there's not body cam footage of literally a guy with his wiener out peeing on the house. Okay, yeah. But let's listen to what the frat members say about it. But I, I think it's who was saying it's pretty it's not possible. It's pretty obvious that they're talking about oh, the yeah, house. They are. But 
I understand being a skeptic because I'm a skeptic in a lot of situations. To me, this feels obvious, but if it's not to everyone else, I think that it's important that I do a FOIA request and ask for the police report on this I to mean, see if they say that it was that or can. we're looking at it wrong. You you can, but, yeah, but it's just not a maybe. People interpret things differently. But there's no house with a security guard. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the security guard couldn't be calling about another house. I so, mean, come on. It could only be one other house. It could literally only be 1112 because there isn't a house on the other side of 1122. Yeah, but... Therefore, the security guard would only be able to see visibly two houses. It's either 1112 or 1122. But, okay, so when they say no report on their little officer things, you know how we were looking at the little... um the little officer thing where they'd say, oh, we got called out to this house. We got called out to this area. Yeah. And they say no report. Mm -hmm. That does not mean there's no report. Right. There's still a report. It it normally means no crime has happened. Right. That's where you put the penal code or They didn't whatever. have to follow up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still wrote a report. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every call has to have a report. So I understand that. No, I don't have any idea. I need to say it. Oh, I actually, I do not. But I am 21. That's not what we're worried about right now. Just I do not. I, I don't have my wallet on me. Right oh, I'm looking through the window here. Right here. It's like just, it smells. It just, the whole street smells like a bar. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is all the same party. It went from, uh, <laughs> probably from the whites who just made it up here tonight. Well, I saw the guys from over here from 10 guys in here that's it he's like all that stuff outside we're not associated with that Yeah, it's super clear. It's absolutely no, one one two two. There's no question. It is. And this is one of those situations where, like, look, does it seem ridiculous? Absolutely, it seems ridiculous. When I first heard this, my initial I think I was actually live, and my initial response was, Yeah, right, dude. That's not possible. That's fake. No way. It was the same response that I had with Richard Allen. Um, but video is video and that's what they're talking about in this area. Now it doesn't add weight to the fact that the frat is guilty. It could mean that these guys are pissed off because this house has brought so much drama and so much potential, potential police heat to their area. I don't know the reasons why, but there's a lot of really normal reasons why that doesn't have anything to do with this crime. Just the likelihood for a house to be a target. The only option here is 1122. Unless there's a potential neighbor that has something to do with this. And this is some kind of like the only uh, what I'm trying to say is the only other options for other houses there. Uh, it, it makes the story worse. Right. 
It, I, I think it's pretty clear that it's 1-1-2-2. I don't need it to be 1-1-2-2. It's not proving anything. It's just a really strange, weird situation. That's a good point, Elliot. What is the point of them having a security guard on the house if he's just letting people walk up and pee on it? Well, I think the security guard is parked out front and they're walking to the back of the house. So what, he's not seeing them? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know what the security... That's a great security guard. Okay, but you got to realize, when a security guard's at one location for eight hours, most of the time, you don't expect security guards to literally walk eight hours straight. What they do is they sit in their car, and then they set things like timers and do their rounds. That's pretty standard for security guards, um, unless you're you're running multiple. I think... If Mike's on here, Mike, how does the military do it? I know the military, I think three hour increments or something like that, where like if you're the one that's up watching, you're the one that's like, I think with the military, you're either constantly walking around or eyes down the barrel of the gun uh, and they do shorter watch time increments. But I don't know my military stuff very, very well. So, um, but for me, this makes sense. If you have a security guard parked out front, right, assuming that he has to block people that are driving by the house and possibly parking and getting out, then he's always going to be out front. While he's out front, there could be kids going around back, and it could even be to take a stab at the security guard. Like, ha-ha, there's a guy out there, watch me, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, and the security guard did say something. That's how the cops know about it. Yeah, the, the security the, guard confirmed it. You're right. Yeah, he said he told the cops that they were peeing on the home. Now, did he did the cops ever say who called in the complaint? Was it the security guard or was it somebody else? I don't know what he said right in the beginning is just that there were a ton of people there. Literally, the whole street was full when he first got there. Uh, it didn't say who made the call. But he talked about the security guard, so it could be him. I think it's normal for college kids to get wasted and guys to pee all over the place. I just find it really peculiar to go out of your way to walk through the back of the home and to pee on it. Now, like you said, it could very well just be that they're frustrated with the entire case. Um, they're, you know, they don't they don't like all the attention because after after the crime, there was a crackdown on security and police presence in the community. Yeah, they was. had tons of cops and security guards out everywhere. They had Idaho State Police on the streets, um, you know, to make everyone feel safe, um, which probably really affected their partying, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I could understand the frustration with all of it. I could understand like, you know, this is their college experience. It's supposed to be the most fun times of their lives, and they're dealing with this. Um, and I can understand kind of that line of thinking, though I don't think it's okay. Um, and I think that they're being disrespectful. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious they're talking about the house. But like I said, I'm just going to do a FOIA request to find out. Um, I don't think... I don't think that we need actual video of people peeing on the home to know that they were peeing on the home. Like if the security guard, I mean, I wouldn't expect the security guard to lie um, and the cop to lie. And then the guy that he's talking to, the the kid is like, 
oh yeah, completely understand. Like he didn't say we weren't peeing on the house. What are I you know. talking about? I know he we showed his guilt because that's what I would have done. I would be like, what are you talking about? I wasn't peeing on the house. Are you crazy? He confirmed it. He was like, oh yeah, totally, yeah. totally understand. We won't pee on the house anymore. Is basically what he did. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, I mean, that's the cop said. They were peeing on the house, and the security guard told him they were peeing on the house. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, unless you want to say they're lying or you want to say they're not talking about that home. But that's not possible, dude. It doesn't seem like it, but no, I want to have the report. Yeah. The cop did say that the security guard said they were peeing on the home. Yeah, the cop said it and the kid the, said it. The yeah. cop was confronting it's, them. It's on definitely it. not a maybe. It, they're definitely talking about one one two two, and it just comes to, um, it just comes down to you know the details around it. So, um, I mean, I, I don't think Lana has anything to do with this body cam footage. It's body cam footage, no matter what channel it comes from. You know, I'm not. None of my opinions are taken from her opinion and what I'm it's talking right there. about. Patent body cam 23 MO 6762. So all you got to do is submit the request for that. Um, you know, if you did a request, it, the, the only thing you're going to get is who made the call. So if the security guard made the call, then that's who they're going to put there. But since there isn't residence at 1122, it's not going to flag under that. It's super weird, though. Like, this had me tripping out because so weird. Here, you got an answer a little bit. Oh, awesome. Yes, thank you. I don't think it's huge. We first found out about this a long time ago. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about it since then. It's not huge or anything. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about when we're talking about the house, suddenly, all of a sudden, they're going to tear it down. Is there a third party pushing to get it torn down? Yeah. Yeah. And I think. And, and you know, I don't know why we're watching that. Um, Doesn't it continue talking about it? I have no idea. I think so. Okay. But when we're talking about what could make a university make a decision like that, we're most likely talking about money, okay? If they promised they were going to keep it up for the trial and all of a sudden they don't want to and they have an actual demolition date, I feel like there's a reason. And it's a pretty good reason in their minds. And what better reason than a fraternity saying, well, if you don't tear down the home, then we won't pay you the donation we pay you every year. Yeah. Because the fraternities are what fund the school. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Like, we in the, in the 4chan theory, we, we, you know, we really pieced that out. And that if there were no fraternities, there would be no colleges. Like, they literally fund the school. Um so I just wonder, and it, it might, it, and I'm not saying that as in, well, that means the frat is guilty of this. I'm not saying that. No. I'm saying they could have other stakes in the game of why they yeah. don't want this house there anymore. Um, oh, it, it could have nothing to do with involvement in the crime. 
um, and the whole 4chan theory. It could have nothing to do with that. Um, but I just find it interesting, and my mind went back to, well, who would have stake in the game and have money in the game to push the university to want to tear this down? Yeah. A fraternity. Absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. And and what I was going to is I know this seems small, okay? And this is gross. Like, if if these are fraternity members, I mean, what dum-dums, man? If they don't want any attention <laughs> on themselves, why would they do something like this? Like, it's so ridiculous. But, you know, whatever. I'm not going to try and put myself into a college kid's head that is, uh, you know, five to ten years from having a fully formed frontal lobe um and uh the decision making isn't there it just isn't there and that's why a lot of people make their mistakes when they do in their younger years um but uh like what a really awful thing to do to to stay in the shadows and stay low and out of it and uh and then have this body cam released like if, if the 4chan theory is completely bunk and there's no frat involvement at all in this case whatsoever, which I'm sh sure many people feel that way, the, the frat still, oh, I think the fraternities, feel like the, frat the, is. the fraternities um, still have a lot of push in the university and their decisions because they fund them, <laughs> literally. So if they, and 1122 King Road is literally right there by Greek Row. Yeah. Like where all the fraternities it's are. It's like a four so, minute walk or something. It's right across the band field. Yeah. Like that's it. It's yeah. right there. Yeah. So, I mean, say that for whatever reason, the fraternities and Sigma Chi is right there is are feeling some type of way about the home and the whole crime. And, you know, I know that the Chapins are really close with that fraternity now. Um, you know, they gave Hunter the scholarship. Um, the Chapins support the home being torn down. Uh, what if it's them? What if it's the family and it's the fraternity Sigma Chi pushing to get it torn down because they want to be done with it? Yeah, I, that's what and I'm it saying. Could just, that's literally what I it just could, said. It could be for Ethan's brother and sister not wanting to see it anymore and wanting to forget about it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look. Because the Chapin seem to want the guy, to do that. If Koberger isn't the guy, it is the fraternity. Like, the, there's just no other option in my head. Well, I don't certain have people, any... Certain people. Okay, I mean... I don't know about the whole fraternity, but certain people. Okay. Uh well, it is the fraternity. And um I for me, it, that's just my opinion based on the 4chan posts. The 4chan posts have information in there that was before the uh PCA and it's really 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 obvious. And this, you know, I if it's the fraternity, I don't think it's the whole fraternity. I think that it is a few guys within that fraternity. Um, but could other guys realize that it could have it could bring bad image to their front door because uh Sigma Chi is a 
like one mistake away from being shut down nationally, you guys. And that's not, they got a a lot of problems. Yeah. Like that's not an opinion. They, they were given one, one more chance before they're shut down literally all the way nationally. Um, and, uh, so this could look really bad. So if I was a fraternity member, you know, one of the people that lead it, I wouldn't want this out there. I would see this video and be like, oh, geez, here we go again. We need that house out of here. We can't risk having that house put our entire fraternity underwater. And even going back to the 4chan theory, the 4chan theory doesn't doesn't mean the whole fraternity is guilty, you guys. I don't think that's it at all. But I think there's really good evidence there that if Brian isn't the guy, then someone is. And that would be my bet. But it, it's all going to depend on the evidence. Uh, it's all going to depend on what comes out. So this just looks really bad on oh, everybody who's in that area. Plumbing. I didn't even know. So rest in P, but S, okay. Okay. That is a Brother Lynch hung song that is meant to mock a deceased person. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a song. Really? R.I.P. But in P. Like actual P. Whoa. I didn't know that. Could mean absolutely nothing, but it's interesting to say the least. Um. Yeah, I mean it is interesting. And and you guys, we've done a whole bunch of polls, okay? And most people believe that it's the fraternity. Most people in our community at least and when I look at the stats of people answering some of those polls, a lot of them aren't even in the aren't even subscribers and the People believe it's the fraternity, believe there's something there. So it it adds to that because, again, I, I think that in order for some place to smell like urine, right, to be problematic, it would either be through an extended period of time or a whole bunch of people. Um, so something is going on there. Something that caused an issue for the police to come out and say, hey, there's a problem here. This has been going on specifically at this location. This location has been a target and it's weird. Yeah. It's just even, weird. even if the frat has absolutely nothing to do with this crime at all, who we don't know the dynamics between the people who lived in those homes and, you know, other people in the community. If there was any bad blood, because there can be bad blood without those people being involved in the crime. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a reason for it. Um, but, you know, make up your own mind. Um I just I was just curious what could push university to do this, um, because it's interesting that the prosecution is back at the home a week before. Um, It's interesting that both the defense and the prosecution agreed to have the house torn down so long ago, but they both have revisited the home and now the state twice. Are the defense about to go back up in there a second time? Um, 
but shout out to artillery amy we appreciate that i apologize i even clicked on it i think i clicked on I it i clicked on oh, it. you clicked on it okay so uh to remind myself because i saw it come through <laughs> If I stop talking, I'll forget what I'm talking about. So I apologize. We thank you very, very, very much and appreciate that. And uh, super stoked that you're here. And uh, yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you very much for that super chat. We appreciate it. Okay, I'm finding the what? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. I was going to find uh, how many people, what percentage of people believe that it is uh, the fraternity. I mean, you know, because I'm doing part three to the fraternity. Soon. We had a lot of people um, reach out to us to ask us to look into the fraternity. And, um, you know, at first I really thought that it was absolutely nothing. I was like, there's no way. Absolutely not. I don't think the fraternity had any involvement. And I thought it would be a road to nowhere, essentially, that we wouldn't find that much on it. Um, but then, you know, after the first 4chan video that Brendan did and he read the 4chan posts and we started looking into it deeper, I see possibilities there. Uh, I don't see. And the 4chan post, like, you know, we had a back and forth character analysis about this and she's she feels like the 4chan poster knows way too much that they have to be involved in some way. Um, and I feel exactly the same. So, uh, so I guess the question is, do you believe that the 4chan poster was Brian Koberger or do you think that it was a fraternity member? Because the only people who could have known that information, in my mind, is a fraternity members because I don't think Brian Koberger could have infiltrated these people's lives to understand the social dynamics, nicknames, um, which maybe that's their own personal nicknames for the people. I don't know. Maybe that's not something they were actually called. But the the relationships, they knew the relationship dynamics between all of these people, which is something I feel like you can't get a good grasp on through the Internet. Yep. They knew nicknames. They knew they knew about the fights. They knew about the fight. Was Brian Koberger at Sigma Chi that night? They knew how long it takes takes to go there, and they even gave evidence, which I I I don't want to share since we submitted uh, it as a suggestion. But um, there there's a major key piece of provable evidence that was posted in that 4chan theory, like. It would prove it. 100% the only, it would prove the it. The only way it is not a fraternity member is if, and not Brian Koberger, is if it's one of the roommates. Like, that's the only possibilities I see here, is that Brian Koberger is an incredibly genius stalker who was 
apparently somehow close enough to understand the inner workings of their relationships with between all of them and fraternity members um or, or it's a fraternity member or it's somebody close enough to still understand those things like Bethany or Dylan who is still alive here you know yeah and Dylan wasn't at the fraternity that night when the fight happened, I don't think. I think it was Bethany there. Yeah, it was Bethany. I didn't think there's any statement where Dylan's been. We've, we had multiple people reach out to us saying that they wanted to know where Dylan was uh, oh, yeah, the we don't eight know. hours prior to her being home. Because they were all with each other except for Dylan. Yeah, it seemed like Dylan wasn't. Well, not no, not all of them were together. Yeah, Kaylee and uh, Maddie were at yep. the bar, and Zana, Ethan, and Bethany were at the right. Sigma Chi house. So they were all with another. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, even people who in character analysis 100% believes Brian Koberger's guilty, but even she believes there's weight in the 4chan post because they had too much knowledge. Yep. And yep. I want to know if you think Brian Koberger's guilty, how? How did he have that knowledge? Or do you think it was somebody else who was involved and close to the case, like very close? Yeah. Like friends with these people who also was in cahoots with Brian or is just posting those things for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> like to stir up trouble? I don't know. Yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good idea on you? I do not know. All right, how old are you? I'm 21. Are you? I just turned, yeah. Okay. You sure? Oh, yeah. This is where he was so happy. He was 21, not some other age. Look how happy he is when he says that he's 21, you guys. Like, it's literally the best day of his life. It's so funny. Watch. Watch his face. Good idea on you? I do not know. All right, how old are you? I'm 21. Are you? I just turned, yeah. Okay. He's sure? so happy. The best day of his life. That's super All funny. Right. Where you live? He's like, I'm 21 for real here. now. Okay. So, right, so glad you asked. Here. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not. All right. That was cute. <laughs> do they talk about the peeing anymore i don't know I, i'll let this play through and then i'll i'll watch it again later because video, the only thing that can happen with video, the only thing that can happen with video, you guys, is the timestamps changed. It's the timestamps. And you know what's interesting in this video, too, you guys, is one of the big things that we pointed out was the difference in the way the police officers are treating everyone locally. What? It is like a whole new day. They are treating them with respect. 
What? They're treating them like normal human beings, not making threats, not making demands, not saying, if you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm going to arrest you. Like, completely new way of policing. This is what we should be seeing. This is how I've encountered every cop I've ever had an encounter with at uh, at colleges. Hey, Regina. And you know, Tennessee. Super chat. Could, I, it, could it? Go ahead. Go ahead. It sorry. Just someone making up stuff completely and we don't know the nicknames or if there really was a fight. What facts were from 4chan? No, it can't be. There is correct information in the 4chan theory that makes it impossible to not be somebody that has insider knowledge. It is impossible to be made up. Uh, there's on some of those 4chan posts, which is the same poster, same date, same time. It's all pre-PCA. It has details in there of where certain people were found, how they were found. And uh, and then it also co corroborates that, those details, with social details. Um, it's the reason why people that believe Brian Koberger's guilty look at the 4chan posts and try and say that Brian Koberger did this in this way. And is that possible? Sure, it's possible. It's just unlikely because he would have to have a heavy investment into that community to be able to know the details that those posts highlight in that area. So whoever it was, they knew what was up at that scene, whether it was a cop betraying their confidence and coming out and talking about it, or it was, I don't think it's one of the kids, especially not one of the family members because of the words that were said and the way things were said. It was really gross. Like the 4chan posts are really gross. Okay. They are gross. Um, but they're true. The so... There's a lot of provable facts in them. Um, you know, I Tennessee, I understand where you're coming from, that it's really hard to believe that people would sneak t behind the home and pee on it. That is hard to believe. Oh, it's hard for me, out of, too. Out of disrespect. I, I totally get that. Um, you know, I, I don't know that it's really, like, I get, it goes back to parenting, like you're saying, but also, like, it could be a dare. Like, there could be a lot of factors we're missing oh, here that we don't understand. Um, you know, a lot of pee. resentment. I don't know. I don't know what could make somebody do that. I don't know that parents necessarily are to blame when college, like, because from my experience, a lot of kids that go to college who have been sheltered and lived really nice lives, they go wild. You know yeah. what I mean? Parents aren't always to blame. Parents aren't always to blame, especially My trauma these wasn't. are these are adults now at this point. Um, so they're making their own decisions and they're drunk, so they're making poor decisions. Um, it's I don't know. I it's hard for me to believe too, but I'm just looking at what I yeah. see in front of my face. I can't and it, argue with video evidence. That That's the it, best evidence there it, is. Yeah, video evidence of a cop saying that the security guard reported it to them, um, you know, and talking to the kids and the way they respond is like, oh, sorry, you know. Um, so it seems that way. Uh, I would like to see a report on it. 
Uh, but video, I think, is... it's For me, it confirms it. I understand why it may not confirm it for everyone. Um, I don't think it necessarily means any involvement because these... This isn't even Sigma Chi house. This is whatever Jack Decor was a part of. Which fraternity was that, you guys? I can't remember. I don't know. Keep your people inside. I mean, technically, everybody who has an alcoholic beverage in streets, no booking container, it's a misdemeanor. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I'm sorry. Can I get my wallet? Yeah. Dude, I'm seeing you everywhere, bro. Me? Yeah. Did I talk to you last night? Too? I, one, one good thing that I was just saying about in this video the police officers that are in this video, I take my hat off to you guys. This is how you're supposed to communicate with people. This is good policing in a college town. This is being respectful, listening to what they're saying, and then getting what you need done across. Yeah, it is. It is good. It's great police work in this video. Every other video that we've seen with people that have ties into this case, like the uh, Banfield and the pullovers, like, dude, those cops are jerks, man. Those are that is not good policing. You're either going to have people afraid of you, the same people that literally own you, afraid of you, the people that you're there to protect and serve, protect and serve, you're there to serve, um, or you're just going to have them lie to your face and then go do what they want behind your back, man. Like, there's no respect there. Yeah. Oh, and hey, Amanda, I saw you hop in chat. What's this address? One one. Yeah. As soon as we got here, from here up to there, literally filled with people. I just, I just want to say the people that like are in my house that I'm with have been in my place. So yeah, yeah, we've got like this, like all the people out here wasn't really. Yeah, but the security guard who's over on that house said there's been people going out and pissing all over the the back of the house and all over the rocks and stuff like that. It's got to stop. Yes, sir. Yes, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, I actually, I do not. But I am 21. That's not what we're worried about right now. Just saying, I do not. I, I, I don't have my wallet on me. Oh, I'm looking through the window here. Oh, right here. Isn't it like just, it smells, just the whole street smells like a bar. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was all the same party mm -hmm. but from, uh, <laughs> probably from the whites who just made it up here tonight. Well, I saw the guys from over here from 323 last night. I was like, I've seen you everywhere, man. And he's like, yeah, we came here. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Were they talking about peeing on the house right there? Yeah, I, I mean, it's past that point now. At this point, they no longer talk about it. There's two body cams, uh, one from each officer that's there. Um, Can it's you just rewind from... that part real quick? What part? Where they were talking about peeing on the house uh, from the that's... other body cam. Way Just back. that beginning part is all I need to see. 
literally feel the people. I just, I just want to say. I go to the bathroom. Okay. Good, how are you? Is this your house? Yeah, it is. Cool. All right, man. So, just the same coffee you're having. What's, what's, what's the address here? Oh, uh, this is 118 King Street. 118? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Moscow and Jim, the address will be 118. Yes, sir. 1118 King Street. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, that one might. Yes. I think it that's one 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 two, but yeah. You should assume when we got here. Yes, from here up to there, literally filled with people. I just I just want to say the people that like are in my house that I'm with have been in my place. So yeah. Yeah, we've got this like this like all the people out here wasn't really Yeah, but the security guard who's over on that house said there's been people going out and pissing all over the the back of the house and all over the rocks and stuff like that. Okay. It's got to stop. Okay, so the kid was basically just saying there that, yeah, I just want to say that all the people that are here have been in my house, so, like, they haven't been out doing anything, you know? And then the cop responds, but, yeah, we... We got the security guard told us that people were going to the back of the house and peeing all over the rocks in the house and stuff, and that's got to stop. It was for sure the cops saying it. But, um, yeah, I was just trying to figure out who was talking. It's the guy behind the camera, for sure. Because he stops talking. His arms go down. You don't see his mouth moving anymore. Yes, sir. Yes, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, I actually, I do not, but I am 21. That's not All right. Interesting. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right. I feel like we covered quite a bit. Um, Getting back to this topic here. So, to talk about the behaviors of the, uh, what are you looking up? Um, I was just taking a note basically for later. Go ahead. Um, just talking about this area, the Coeur d'Alene area, even when we were watching this, I think that a lot of people, uh, understand and know that they, they there's a lot of folklore connection to this area yeah it was pretty interesting which is strange because it's such a small area it is such a small area but there has been a lot of things going on between the missing people like watch these are all active are the missing users people. okay active missing people okay whoa just wait 
you guys. There, so like when you're pairing that with some of this folklore in the area, it's strange. I wrote this off when I was first doing research. As you're watching all these missing people, when I was doing research for this topic, I thought I was researching a topic that uh was going to just be filled with gossip i thought the whole thing was going to be filled with gossip i thought it was going to be all folklore and he said she said this that and the other and when i went to go look into the statistics because that's something i always look at like when we look everything up we're looking for something that ties it into reality science-based okay Everything we talk about is going to have a science basis in it. We do expert topics around uh, details into technology, computer inve uh, investigation, whatever, all the different things that we've looked into. And when I found all this information for this topic, and then I started diving into the, the statistics of the amount of missing people, it's still scrolling. Um, it's mind-blowing. It's insane. The, the average missing people in Idaho is double the national average. Double. So then I go back to what? That's really weird. It, it doesn't, like, <laughs> is it just gossip? Is it just gossip? Double the national average. That's a lot of missing people. And you said that's all specifically from the Coeur d'Alene area? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is, these people right. are. But not the not the national average that I include right here. Ten point nine. 10.59 per 100,000 persons. The average rate for indigenous persons in the area in Idaho is 18.99 per 100,000 persons uh, versus the national average of 6.47. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Absolutely insane. Gosh. It is wild. And there are endless articles about people going missing. So the indigenous people's average is you have the double, the state averages double the national. And then you have the native people's average that is double that. So there's a four times the national average. What the heck? right yeah there's i mean you can definitely tell on this right here there's a lot of um like a lot of native people on I here agreed i agree i totally and completely agree but there's a lot of other mixed people too like white people in here as well there's a lot of children there's not a lot of, uh, like, middle-aged men, which is strange. 
the couple that we talk about in this video is a white couple from the 70s, from 1973. That was weird. Hmm. And what's even more interesting with that case, you guys, so this one here, this couple here that went missing in 73, right after the 1972 um, cattle mutilations or whatever. Yeah, because, I mean, this isn't just satanic panic. <laughs> this is more than that. <laughs> I mean, because, like, the cattle mutilations, I mean, I read some books from, you know, uh, about the satanic panic uh, many years ago because um, I got curious about it and some true crime cases that happened during that era. And uh, I read one that was about a real story um, about a teenager who got caught up in um, some kids that were saying they were satanist and made them go out and like sacrifice cows and stuff yeah yeah dumb kids yeah well there is but they ended up actually murdering people so of uh cow cattle mutilations and they ended up murdering people oh so that's it was a true crime case. It was true yeah. crime. Um, it started with cows. Yeah, it started with sacrificing animals. Um, and later on, you know, there was issues with parents and stuff, and it turned to people. I can't remember the whole story right now. So I just have a couple questions, though, is um, what could it be? What could be causing this huge increase and missing, in missing people. people yeah in idaho specifically yep in idaho specifically so the the list was arizona on this and i think this was 2022's list actually i think um but it was arizona um oh i'm sorry the first one was alaska okay and Alaska's missing person rate is insane. It's uh, it was forty per one hundred thousand, which makes a lot of sense with you know the temperatures, things like that. Um, and then it was Arizona, which was twelve point something, and then it was Idaho. So, do we have stats on the human trafficking? Because um, J. Ray said human trafficking and drugs. I don't are possible explanations. I don't. Um, I've wondered about the drugs though, and I've again with that huge bust in Washington. You guys, is there some kind of weird drug connection here in the Idaho four case? Idaho is not supposedly a hot spot for human trafficking. Like not Strange. at all. One of the one of the least hit, like and affected by human trafficking, according to the U.S. maps. That's, I mean, if you want to believe, you know, who's reporting sense, on it, though, it does make sense. It's not by water, right? And a lot of human trafficking has to do with water. Not always. We did a video on the definition of human trafficking, um, 
And obviously they don't need that. It's not like an abduction every time, but in a lot of cases it is. Yeah, but the hotspots go from about, you could say like Missouri, like that line, all the way over to the East Coast, Florida. I mean, Tennessee's in there. Um, you know, all of that part of the country is a huge hotspot for human trafficking. Like that part of the map is hot. And then California. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in Washington yeah. and Oregon. Like that's the hot spots. Is that whole eastern half of the United States uh, from about Missouri over and then California, Oregon, Washington. Yeah. The whole middle part, including Idaho, is like literally nothing hardly. Yeah. So then what's causing it? Because it, it as far as we can tell, it's not any of that, right? Mm. So is there anything of worth value or other when it has to come when it comes to these missing people, you know, and, and we're going to keep digging. We're going to look into it. We're going to keep trying to figure it out because what this did for me is opened up a door. And I, I hope that it did the same for you. I hope that you guys looked at these percentages and were like, whoa, dude, what is going on here? What is going on here? You know, it, how is random Idaho the third highest, the third highest per 100 capita in the country for missing people? It's really strange. And Manson himself literally said, you know, if I could live anywhere, I would live in Rathrum because it has the most witches and Satanists. Rathdrum, Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, right? Did you say that in the video? Of course, yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. That's insane. It is insane. It is insane. Man. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, that's way more interesting um, now that we know that Charles Manson said that. I, I think the whole thing has been interesting. I expected to not find anything. I expected to dig into this and, and see a complete and total dead end here. And that's not what ended up happening. That is not. So when we're talking about um, the like a deep underground cult, okay, that has existed for a very long time, that um, has people in power, um, that exists without people even really knowing about it. I'm curious how many of you think that's a possibility at all, or if you think that's just ridiculous conspiracy theory i don't know do you guys think that's possible for do you think that the missing people problem in idaho is more than likely crime related uh terrain related 
like there's something in the terrain of Idaho in the land that, you know, creates some kind of harsher conditions, like maybe in a national forest nearby or, you know, I don't know. I have no idea about the terrain in Idaho. Um, or do you think that that cult idea is even a possibility? Like, is that, does, is that anywhere in your mind that that could be a possibility? Bad police investigating? Could be. Could be. I know that who they claim yeah, but is these people is not, there's no evidence for who they claim did it and who I said in the video. The, uh, I forget his first name, something Stroish. And there is literally no evidence whatsoever. They got a jailhouse. Somebody in the jailhouse that said that he said he did it, but they had no evidence. None. Zero. Just that he said he did it. So I know that Idaho has like a missing people project. I just watched it recently. Actually, it was only like a couple months ago where they had like a little thing that li I'm pretty sure it live premiered on YouTube um, where they had like a little press conference where some missing uh, family members came up and talked about their missing family member. You had the president of this organization speak. You had uh, some kind of law enforcement officer speak um, because they literally have like some kind of foundation for missing people because it's a major issue in Idaho. And I didn't put two and two together until you did this video. Uh, they were talking about how they have a huge problem with it in Idaho. And I, I didn't realize it was to this extent when they were talking about it. Um, yep. But yeah, it definitely makes you wonder why. And I'm curious, is this stat of it being twice as much as the nas national average, is that literally how many people go missing or is that how many people go missing and are never found? Because if it's just how many people go missing, then that has nothing to do with crappy police work. If it is how many people go missing and stay missing, then it could be just police work. Yeah. It could I, be I Idaho know. has a serious issue with their law enforcement. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure it didn't. What I was looking at didn't give the breakdown of that. It didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't say, you know, this is the percentage per 100,000 capita um, of missing people that aren't found. It's, it's just missing people, missing people. So I don't know. I, I I would be curious to see what missing people are found in Idaho because we know that I think it's 60% of missing people um, are, uh, I think 60% of missing people are found nationally. I wish that stat was a little bit higher because <laughs> that's kind of depressing. That's too close to 50. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's incredibly sad how many people go missing in Idaho. Like, I don't I just don't understand why it's such a problem there. Um, could it have something to do with the religious organizations in the area? The fact that it's so heavily FLDS. How many people of these missing people are FLDS or something and ran away? 
and are considered missing? I don't know, but that's a good idea too. That's a really good possibility. I'm not sure. Makes me curious. We're going to have to sure. dig into this much, much more. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, I forgot to give all the links and socials in the beginning. Like always, I'm the worst ever about that. I but uh, so... Here is our Discord, you guys, um, and just a brief rundown. Discord is where we continue the conversation on these topics, on the investigations, on details, and everything else that, that comes with it. It is free. It doesn't cost anything, um, and it, it won't ever cost anything. We give alerts when we have premieres coming, and uh, we also do it on Patreon. It's Patreon or Discord. Um, I'm sure it's going to come to a point where, you know, Patreon will be the primary once we, once we get it set up. Um, and we do have a free tier on Patreon, too, where you can get alerts, where you can get updates on what's going on. And if you want to be a supporter, you can be on there. And we appreciate that. That's a pretty hu huge deal. And we're going to get to a point where we're doing this full time and going to continue growing the show. So hop on there, make sure you check us out. Uh, all of our social medias, all of them are forward slash thought riot podcast, except one. There is one that is forward slash thought riot pod, and it is our Twitter, which has been the slowest growing, the slowest. But I just posted that, and uh, um, ch asked if you uh could include the source link for the uh missing rates um in Discord. If you could post that um, to Discord. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, and thank you, Amanda. I hope you have a great night. And uh, Michael said, FLDS allegedly reports people missing that they made run away from their families, uh, from their expelled parents. Like, they get expelled from their family, and then they make them run away and then report them missing. Jeez. That That's could be a reason. Crazy. That could be a reason for sure. Yeah. I wonder how many people are getting expelled from their Mormon families or FLDS families. Idaho is twilight zone, you guys. I feel like it is after all this stuff that we've seen. Like it doesn't make sense with the Brian Koberger situation, with the increased missing people's rates, with uh, the the church stuff that's going on out there, the Satanism, the uh, the the uh, racism, um, the all these things. It's like a melting pot of these things, and it's really strange, you guys. Really, really strange. Really strange. Hey, Isabel, just is. Thanks for being a member. And yeah, I I try to pin them. Sometimes the chat goes too fast. Well, um, we also made a statement a while ago. We 
we're focusing on the conversation more, less on the chat lately. And then we're going to be doing uh, members chats. Be And the reason being is because our goal is to get full time. And uh, the what we end up seeing happening is when we're doing a chat focused conversation, which we're going to be splitting them up, we're going to be doing two hours of uh of the topics and then one hour of community focused where we're going to be talking directly with the chat um but for those two hours we're we're going to not focus on the chat uh because that supports growth that brings people in on the topics and uh and everything like that but yes Yes. And also I to be able to pin the comments, I have to share a mouse with Brendan and he's always doing things too. So sometimes it gets away from me, but I try to when I talk about a comment. But yeah, we we definitely I would say um we should definitely hold more true to that and do the and do the out the two hours and then the hour and then um gosh, like we should be more strict with it. So, yeah. And so that you guys know when to save your like really good comments for that you wanted to bring up um, for that hour where we can really go into stuff you guys wanted to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's the goal is, uh, you know. Two hours of talking and then an hour of chat focused, but. I definitely want to talk to the chat. Like, oh yeah, for sure. we want to, but the stats show differently. So I statistics and business stat stats is what every job I've ever had has been about all about metrics. And, and I would rather include the chat. I really would, but it, as soon as we start talking to the chat, you guys, it goes down, and so do all of our views in uh, all of our uh, all on our our videos on uh, on the podcast platforms too. So um, I wish it wasn't like that. I really do. Yeah, but if that's the case, like I said, we should be more strict with the last hour being about the chat. I'll set a timer on my phone next time. Yes. All right, you guys. That is the show tonight. I think I just posted the membership link, and we have been uh, making some members-only videos, and we appreciate all of you. Um, and join our socials, hop in there and let's continue that conversation. We appreciate all of you. Yes. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for conversating with us. Thanks for your input. Um, I hope you guys all have a wonderful, wonderful night and we'll see you. Sunday, 9 p.m. See you later.